0: Welcome to the Igniting Hope podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before.
1: This message is called You Can Do It. You can do it. and I'm telling you right now, you can do it. And we need you-can-do-it people in our lives. We need you-can-do-it ministries consistently feeding into us. We need a you-can-do-it God that we believe in. Now, Joshua had this kind of God speaking to him in Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1 is one of my favorite chapters, and I believe it's a key chapter in this hour. At the opening of the chapter, he is a new leader who has just been entrusted with his first big assignment. And it says in verses 1 and 2 and 5, the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise over this Jordan. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Now, Joshua strongly tempted to feel overwhelmed. Could he successfully complete his assignment to lead the children of Israel into the promised land? There were many factors speaking to him, trying to tell him it's unlikely. Just like you and I, we have factors, circumstances, feelings that are trying to speak to us, it's unlikely that we're going to be more significant. It's unlikely we're going to move into our prophetic destiny. Here's some of the factors Joshua was experiencing. Number one, his mentor had died. Number two, he was a brand new senior leader for his church, quote unquote church, at probably the most crucial hour they ever had. Number three, his congregation and leaders were young and inexperienced, And four, he battled self-doubt. So, first of all, his mentor had just died. Moses was a powerful leader. His shoes seemed hard to fill, but more importantly, Joshua would not have Moses' strength and wisdom to lean on in this Momentous time. Some of you who are listening, some of the key people that have poured into you are not there anymore. I've got good news for you. Just like God was with Joshua, he is with you. Secondly, he was a brand new senior leader for his quote unquote church. Now, people were wondering, he had people around him wondering, can the assistant leader really lead? Joshua had to overcome being a victim to other people's perceptions of him. And some of you have just moved into a new role, and and the people around you, they're wondering, can, can you do it? You're feeling it. And just like the Lord was with Joshua in that, he is with you. Thirdly, his congregation and leaders were young and inexperienced. All of the older generation had died with Moses. Only he and Caleb remained from the old guard. Some of you are are in a leadership position right now. It's a new one, and and the people with you are young and inexperienced. I want to tell you, just like with Joshua, these people rose up. Your people are going to rise up. And fourthly, he battled self-doubt. And we can imply this by how many times, as we read through Joshua chapter one, how many times he's told, be strong, be courageous, be strong, be courageous, even as people told him to be strong and be courageous. Now, as it was with Joshua, we too are promised victory in seemingly difficult tasks. God's promises set the basis for our victorious beliefs. Now, I want want to pull some things out of Joshua chapter one, truths that were anchor points for him, but I believe they're also anchor points for you because you are in a new season. You are ready to cross over into the promised land, into promises in your life. Now, as with with Joshua, here, here's, here was his basic beliefs. We He knew what God had already given him. So for us, it's the key is knowing what God has already given us. Joshua 1, 2 says, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to the children of Israel. Now, now faith begins where the will of God is. Is known. If we don't know what we have, then we're not going to fight for it. Hosea said, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If we don't know we have healing, power, protection, influence, or abundance, we won't fight for them. Secondly, knowing we cannot be defeated is a belief that Joshua had that the Lord is releasing in us right now, giving us a gift of faith. He said in Joshua 1.3, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. And this was to create a confident expectancy in Joshua. And and for us, this confident expectancy is the foundation for the can-do mindset. We may suffer setbacks, but we cannot be conquered. Let me say this again. We may suffer setbacks, but we cannot be conquered. Thirdly, knowing we have spiritual authority is a promise for us and for Joshua. Verse 5, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. No man. The devil, I've got news for you. The devil has been defeated and is afraid of us. And then lastly, knowing God is with us. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. He promises to never leave us or forsake us. Hebrews 13, verse five. And so these these four beliefs, knowing what God has already given us, knowing We cannot be defeated knowing we have spiritual authority, knowing God is with us. As we focus on these truths, we increasingly believe that we can do whatever we are called to do, even if it seems impossible. Again, three times in Joshua 1, God tells Joshua to be strong and courageous. And then the people tell him, the same thing at the end of the chapter. Now, I want to say to you, be strong and be courageous. Just like Joshua, and I feel this, you feel this, we battle self-doubt. We battle uh, at times just feeling weak, and, and but we can do this. And it's interesting that in right in the middle of Joshua chapter one, there's the verse eight where it gives us a powerful truth on on to implement and tell ourselves, I can do this, I can do this. It says in verse eight, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may do according to all that is written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous and be of good success. Something changes, something happens when we get the word of God in our mouths. As we start talking to ourselves, the, I wrote a book, it's a powerful book, you're crazy if you don't talk to yourself. Because learning how to inspire ourselves, learning how to be our own coach, learning how to tell ourselves, no, you can do it, you're, you're an overcomer, it is, it is so key. God tells Joshua, speak truth. When we do this, everything changes. We cannot change our lives without changing how we talk. Powerful people, and I'm talking to a powerful person right now who's listening. Powerful people consistently speak higher than what they're feeling and experiencing. The greatest spiritual warfare is to believe truths higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. And just in, so begin to wrap this up. I, I think about my granddaughter Ellie, who's just such a wonderful person. She's 15 right now. And remember when she was about three or two? Probably three, just thinking about it. We we're in a park here in Reading, and she was walking on a, a, a high set of uh, just playground equipment and it was really high up there as I was walking below her and I heard her saying to herself I can do it I can do it I can do it And you know what she did and I, I want to just say just like Ellie just even saying I can do it, it you, we think about well what should we get in our mouth well I can do it I can do it yes I'm an overcomer I God's gonna finish what he started. I love that. Discouragement is when we run out of courage before the battle is over. Let me say that again. Discouragement is when we run out of courage before the battle is over. We all face this feeling from time to time. We are, however, much less prone to embrace discouragement when we determine to position ourselves under ministries and people who steadily encourage us. Like the Lord models in in Joshua's story, encouragers remind us who we are, what we can do, and what we already have. And I'll tell you this, we here at Igniting Hope Ministries, we are committed to encourage you. And these podcasts are part of that encouragement, just to give fuel for your journey. And I know you. You are an encourager, and many of you are listening. You're 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 such powerful encouragers. You're telling other people you can do it. Come on, we can do this thing. We, we can overcome. We, we we may be at halftime in the game right now, feeling like like we're losing, and maybe we we are on the scoreboard, and we're feeling tired. We're 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 worn out. But 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 there, it's not over. It's Not over. And I just see you going to others in in a fresh way and the assignment and you're, I just see you sending voice messages to people, quick texts, uh, going up to people and and just using various language and just basically, but you're saying you can do it. Come on. I see it. I see it in you. God's gonna do it. He's you're, you're a hope speaker. Wow 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 I love this message today <laughs> I, I, I love it you can do it and I believe this is a message to send to some other people and if you like these messages why, why don't you tell somebody else about our podcast? And just a quick uh, note of something that we're doing upcoming. It's going to start here in the beginning of March, 2024. If you're listening to these to this podcast soon after its uh, release, we're doing a six week culture of empowerment for parents starting in the beginning of March. It's going to be really, uh, really good, and it's got Jason Newstater on our team, and I are hosting that, and we've got other people involved. And really, we want because empowerment. I wrote a book called The Culture of Empowerment, How to Champion People, and really empowerment, the most important place to have a culture of empowerment is in the home. My goal is not to build a big church, said Bill Johnson. My goal is to build big people, and we want to build big people in our homes. And also, uh, starting in April, beginning of April, we're going to be doing our five-month Transformational Mind Renewal course. It's our most uh, comprehensive teaching on mind renewal, the five steps of radical mind renewal. If you're looking for something to really dive deep into this message and get transformation, the investment of time and money will be worth it. By the way, and also, if you can't afford anything that we're doing at Igniting Hope Ministries, just let us know what you can do and we will try to make a way. We can almost always make a way for people to participate. Ignitinghopeacademy.com. Is where you're going to find the uh, Parenting Empowerment course. And and very soon, we're going to have uh, on that same platform, IgnitingHopeAcademy.com, info on how you can sign up for the Transformational Mind Renewal course. I'm going to be in Carmel, Indiana in March. I will be in Wichita, Kansas, and... Pennsylvania at the Dove Conference, Leadership Conference in April. We'll be in Bethel, Atlanta, and Life Church in Salem, Oregon in May, and going to be in San Diego in June. Other places as well, you can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, find out my itinerary, our team's itinerary, travel, and You can sign up for our newsletter there as well. Hey, we're here, Igniting Hope Ministries, to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality that there is. That our hope level determines our influence level. And he who is the most hope has the most influence. Increasing hope in our lives or in an area of our life is the evidence. Increasing hope is the evidence. We're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and we have the power to help make it so. And also, I believe it's this is a season where the Lord's teaching us to attach faith to the decisions that we're making. I teach in my book, Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision Making, that a bad decision made in faith has a greater likelihood of success than a good decision made in doubt. And I'm not talking about sinning in faith, but there's a powerful principle here. And I'll say it again, a bad decision made in faith has a greater likelihood of success than a good decision made in doubt. This is a season where the Lord is is eradicating doubt and double-mindedness and is leading us to, to be fully convinced. And also remember too, the joy of the Lord is our strength. A merry heart is good like medicine. Joy, merry heart, laughter is key to being emotionally and mentally and spiritually healthy, and even in our bodies being healthy. And it's a key for strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I used to say, well, I'll be joyful when all my uncertainties are over. <laughs> when, when, when I'm not battling any personal weaknesses, I, I just love everything about me and everything I'm doing. Uh, all the people in my life are doing what they should be doing. I'm only hearing good news in the media. Then I'll be joyful. <laughs> the Lord said, hey, Steve, if you're, if you're not joyful now, the chances of you being joyful then are slim. And I teach a lot about joy. We've got a course on our Igniting Hope Academy platform called uh, 40 Days of Joy. And it's a powerful course. It goes along with a book, Igniting Joy in 40 Days. I've got another book called Possessing Joy. This, the, there's no convenient time to become more joyful. For pretty much everybody listening right now to this podcast, today's just not a good day to be radically joyful. Well, I've never found a time to be radically joyful. And there's keys, Romans 14, 17 teaches us that joy is one third of the kingdom. And, and I, the keys that I teach in my books and on that course, they are keys that will help you know why. It's one-third of the kingdom and how to walk in a greater way. And we we can increase our joy by increasing our thanksgiving. And we increase our joy by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. The context of Psalm 37, verse 4 is that, the delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires. Things that he or she wants to see happen called desires that have not happened yet, but the delighter is, is delighting. And this is the hope people, who people of their hope ignited their delighters and, and they're living while they're waiting. They're living while they're waiting, but people who don't have hope, faith people who don't value hope are waiting to live. They're waiting for something to happen, to fully live. No, it's the delighting, it's living now. It's that, that is what is the key. (laughs) And the delighters, you know, the the, the sayings, wow, Lord, here's what the delighter says, I can't wait to see what you're gonna do in that situation. I don't know how you're gonna do it, but you're going to do it. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I just bless you today. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And just even, I believe that even as you listen to this, you've not only got inspired, got some revelation, got some tools, but I believe you got an impartation. An impartation is a grace that's released that really causes what you hear to happen in your life. Hey, if you ever want to sow into Igniting Hope Ministries, we would love that. We believe we're good soil. We're seeking to get this message of hope around the world. You can go to ignitinghope.com and any amount of gift would be such a blessing. If you don't feel called to do that, that's fine. But we just love your prayers too. If you can just sow into us through prayer and encouragement. And hey, if you ever want to, uh, email us at info at ignitinghope.com and just say, hey, these podcasts are really blessing me. That is an encouragement to us and helps us know that we can do it. And I'll say it again to you. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You're an overcomer. All right, hey, God bless. Look, look forward to being with you again on another podcast.
0: Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.